The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can improve your Instagram photography game. Whether you're a professional photographer or you're brand new to Instagram, today's episode should help you with some ideas of how to just create better content on Instagram. Listen, it's no lie that at the end of the day, Instagram is a photo-based platform. It's an aesthetic-based platform. That's not to say that everything has to be photoshopped and perfected and beautiful. That's also not to say that everything you post needs to be a photo. But the way you present yourself, the way your photos look online, really, it does have an effect on how well your Instagram performs. It's no lie. We want to follow someone who has better photos, just visually, than someone who has dark, grainy photos that look like they were taken on an iPhone 3. Which, before we even get started, I should bring up. If you are a business owner, then the phone that you might be listening to this podcast from is one of your best tools, if not your best, most valuable prized possession. And that's because you can do just about everything from the modern smartphone. So if you're trying to grow your business online, you're trying to use social media to grow your brand, and you're still on an iPhone from 2012, then it's time to upgrade. It's not a luxury, and I know that some of these smartphones are expensive, but at the end of the day, this is your business we're talking about. And hey, it's a tax write-off, so maybe you can save some money on your taxes by writing off that new iPhone 11, but even something as new as like the iPhone 8 or some of the new Samsung or Droid smartphones have amazing camera quality. I mean, the new iPhone can shoot in 4K. A lot of movies aren't even shot in 4K. 4K is such an advanced high-definition video that a lot of your computer screens and phone screens aren't even optimized to handle it. So when they see a 4K video or picture, they just scale it back to the normal HD resolution. That means that a lot of the phones you might be listening to this podcast on already are more than capable of doing everything that you need them to do. Of course, professional photographers are always going to be the best at taking pictures. And of course, those professional DSLR, Nikon, and Canon, and Sony cameras, of course, they're always going to take a little bit higher quality image than your phone. But when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to the posts you're making on social media, the phone in your hand is more than enough to take an awesome photo for Instagram. So the days of having to hire a professional photographer or spend hundreds of dollars on a nice camera and lighting setup and thousands of dollars on photo shoots and all of that stuff, those days are over. With today's episode, you're going to save so much money and so much time by learning a few simple tricks to how to take better pictures for your Instagram and also some things that you should look for in editing. Because sometimes we're going to take a photo, but it might not look exactly perfect. 
Or sometimes we're going to take a picture for our Instagram and we're going to realize after the fact, hey, that doesn't look quite like the rest of my photos. And while not every single picture on Instagram needs to look exactly the same and have the same exact, you know, color scheme and filter and preset applied to it, it is nice if there's some aesthetic cohesion. Basically, it's nice if your photos look like they're at least in somewhat related to each other rather than a black and white followed by a super grainy old photo followed by a bright colorful photo then a professional photo shoot then a text post that much variability might be a little bit too much variability so again aesthetic cohesion and just generally on instagram your photos need to look somewhat appealing so let's get into the actual episode my first thing that I want to talk to you about is my top eight ideas for how to actually take better pictures. My top things that you should know about photography. These are going to be quick lessons. Some of these are going to be obvious. Some of these might be brand new to you. And the first one is the rule of thirds. The rule of thirds is a classic art and photography lesson or or teaching point. And basically, the rule of thirds gets into like the psychology of looking at a picture and how our brain works. But basically, it's this. If you're to divide your photo vertically and horizontally into thirds, like, you know, go with me for a second. And I know this is a podcast, so I can't show you on visual, but go with me for a second. Imagine a piece of paper, draw two vertical lines. Now you have three columns total. Now draw two horizontal lines. What you've now created is kind of like a grid on your paper. And that grid has nine different total blocks or sections. But what matters is where the horizontal and the vertical lines intersect. It's a total of four intersection points. And those four intersecting points, those are the most interesting points in your image. If you are framing a photo, rather than putting your face dead center, consider putting it on one of those intersecting points. Think about every time you're looking at your picture, where are those points? Imagine where they might be. And where they might be, you know, ask yourself, is there something interesting there? Something that's going to grab the eye. If your face is dead center in the image, it's going to be a more boring image. Also, anything that's along those dividing lines is more interesting than if it's not. So again, if you have a picture with your face dead center, that's less appealing than if you now tilt the camera down a little bit. And, you know, now your eye line is in line with that upper horizontal dividing line. So the rule of thirds, if it's still not making sense, do a quick Google search and you'll see plenty of images explaining what the rule of thirds is. But using that in your framing of your photos will help you take better Instagram photos. Next, this one's simple. Brighter is better. Brighter is better. Brighter images on Instagram can get up to 60% more engagement. So that means when you're taking your photo, go outside, stand in front of a window. Turn on the lights in your house. Open up your fridge and use that nice white glow from your fridge light. There are ways to get lights into your photo without having to buy a professional setup. Of course, if you have a ring light, if you have a soft box, anything like that, that's great. But brighter is better. And again, we'll talk about that also in editing how you can brighten up your photos. Next, number three, how to take better photos, depth of field. Have you ever looked at a picture that someone took that's of like, you know, a portrait of someone and it's got that really beautiful blurry background. You know, it's like what they do in movies when they do those close-up shots and the background's totally blurred out and the person is in focus. What that is called is depth of field. 
I'm not sure how to do it if you're on Android, but if you are on iPhone, just use portrait mode. Portrait mode on your iPhone can take both front-facing and back-facing pictures that has really great depth of field. Basically, it's a fake depth of field, but it does it really, really well. And what it will do is focus in on your face or whoever's face is in the picture, and then it will do its best job. And I tell you, it does a pretty, pretty good job of blurring out the background. What that does is it adds depth to your photo. It makes your focal point stand out from the rest of the image. If you're in a cluttered home or you're in a, a messy environment or even just, you know, you're outside and there's some trees in the background with thousands of leaves, it looks so much cleaner, so much crisper if those things are just slightly blurred out and you or whoever is the focal point of the photo is in focus. So use depth of field. Number four, use some kind of contrasting colors. I know I talked about this earlier. You don't need to have like the perfect color scheme or have every single picture look like it's using the exact same preset, but think about the colors that are in your image and also the colors that are on your Instagram as a whole. So I can tell you, for example, a lot of the colors you'll see on my Instagram are a lot of natural, cool earth tones like blues, greens, emerald green, navy blue, light blue, lots of whites and grays. So they're kind of softer, but they're from the same palette. So if I post something with yellow or red or orange, that really stands out and pops. So knowing that, I can use it to my advantage. Or I can also avoid using some of those colors if I don't want to interrupt the aesthetic cohesive flow of my feed. So again, use some contrasting colors. Be aware of what colors are generally on your Instagram and use those colors to your advantage. Notice the shirt color. Notice the background colors. Is the sky blue? Are you in front of some green trees? Are you with your sister who's wearing a bright pink shirt? Just pay attention to the colors that you are presenting on your Instagram with your photos. Number five kind of goes back to number three a little bit, and that's that you need to have a clear focal point in your photo. If you're going to be talking about something, it shouldn't be blurry or in the background or messy. If you're going to be talking about the food that you're cooking, you shouldn't also be showing us the crowded mess of papers on your desk and the laptop and the kids in the side of the picture. And then you see the dog jumping in the corner. There's just too much going on. If our photos are more clear as to what the focal point is, it's easier on the eye. It tells our audience what they need to focus on. It makes it so much simpler for them. And when they're scrolling through the Instagram feed, seeing thousands of images a day, we need to make it as clear as possible for our audience to know what they're focusing on. My sixth tip for taking better photos on Instagram is to use eye contact. Images with our eyes in them can get a higher amount, a much higher amount of engagement on Instagram. So make eye contact with the camera the next time you're taking photos. I know it's tempting to look at yourself on the screen, but look directly into the camera lens and that way it will make it look to your audience like you are making eye contact with them. That is kind of like a selfie style. That's a direct to camera style, but there's also candid style photos. Basically, my idea of the only difference between a candid and a non-candid photo is eye contact with the camera. So if you're going for a non-candid photo, you know, you're drinking coffee, you're looking into your spouse's eyes, you are cooking, you're working at your desk, you can be looking away from the camera. Maybe you're looking at what you want your audience to focus on. The eyes are very powerful. 
You know, if you are holding up a mug and you're looking at the mug, then when I look at that image, my eyes are going to follow your eye line and go straight to the mug. So use eyes and pay attention to where your eyes are looking in the photo. My seventh out of eight tips to take better photos for Instagram is to use dynamic angles. I mean, I think women are a little bit better than this than men. Men oftentimes will just stand straight up and down with their hands at their side for photos. But, you know, pop a hip out. Turn your leg out or in. Put your elbow on your shoulder. You know, rest your head on your hand. Tilt your head to the side. Create some dynamic angles. That's not to say angle the camera. We don't want slanted horizon lines. We don't want the sky to be tilted at a 45 degree angle in your photo. But play around with the angles. Change up your poses from time to time. It's why, you know, guys have now adopted the classic squatting pose. It's because it's creating dynamic angles. Stick one foot in front of the other. Do a pose where you're half walking forward towards the camera. Play around with the angles. And then number eight, my eighth and final tip for you to take better Instagram photos is to vary the closeness of the shot. So sometimes it's going to be a close-up. If you look at my own Instagram, you'll see quite a few close-up real close to my face. Then some medium shots where, you know, you might see my waist up. You might see half of my body, my upper body, me with a couple people, but not our full body. And then sometimes, occasionally, I'll sprinkle in some long shots. Long shots where it's from a little bit farther away, it's a little bit smaller, and, you know, maybe you can see my full body. The reason that I don't use very many long shots is that, again, we want to have a clear focal point. We want our audience to very quickly know what it is that, you know, we're talking about or we're posting about in this image. So if you're using a picture that is really far away from the camera, it's tougher for your audience to know exactly what it is they need to be focusing on. So again, those are my eight tips to take better pictures on your Instagram. Overall, a general tip is to look at what other people are doing. Look at what top people in your field are posting like. Look at the just visual structure of their photos. How are they taking their photos? What angles are they using? What poses are they doing? Recreate those poses yourself. Recreate some of those pictures. If they're working for some of the top people in your niche, if they're kinds of pictures that you love yourself, there's a good chance that your followers might like them as well. So that's a way to get ideas for content. I can tell you that I have a constant running folder on my phone of just screenshots of cool photo ideas that I want to try to recreate. Maybe it's a jumping picture. Maybe it's a guy with his wife. Maybe it's a product review. No matter what it is, if I'm like, hey, that's a cool picture. I want to try to recreate that. I will screenshot it and save it so that the next time I am taking pictures for my Instagram, I have things to draw from. Now let's move to editing and and editing your posts. While, of course, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect and I in no way want you to try to perfect your photos, your photos probably need a little bit of tweaking and editing. Now, I can tell you, when I first started out on Instagram, I would edit my photos for hours and I would put stars into the sunset and the sunset would hue from a nice purple down to a red glow and and the water was bright, vibrant blue as if I was in the Caribbean. Your photos don't need to look photoshopped or perfect. You shouldn't be spending more than maybe 10 minutes editing your photos, but oftentimes, you know, you might want to make your photos a little bit brighter or adjust something or or just, you know, maybe you took it at a little bit of an angle without realizing it. Now you're going to crop it to make sure that horizon line is nice and horizontal and straight across the image. So here's my tips for editing your posts. First of all, let's talk about apps. 
The apps that I love the most for editing my photos for Instagram are, first of all, Visco. I'm sure you've heard of it. V-S-C-O. It's the most popular filter app that I'm aware of. It's super duper popular. A lot of people also like Lightroom and they'll buy presets for Lightroom. So those are some popular ones. Those, you know, they just add a little bit of a hue, a little bit of a tint to some of your photos. And they, they have some cool tools that you can use to adjust the photos. I also like an app called Snapseed, S-N-A-P-S-E-E-D, Snapseed. I use that for fine tuning. You know, I can kind of tweak an image a little bit. I can select certain parts of the image. If, you know, maybe there's one part of the image that accidentally had like a bright orange ball in and it just looks distracting and it draws your eyes away from the rest of the image. I use Snapseed for those minor fine tuning points. And then I also love word swag. It's how I quickly and easily add text to my images. And what I also love about word swag is that they have a free photos searchable catalog. So, you know, if you're looking for a stock image, there's plenty of them in word swag. And I'll use those sometimes as backgrounds for my posts or backgrounds for text posts, things like that. Those are some of the apps I love. Next, my second tip for editing your posts for your Instagram feed is to be aware of brightness. Of course, I said it was my second tip for taking better photos is that brighter is better, but also in editing your photos. Be aware of two different settings. Most photo editing apps, or if you're just editing your photos right there in the native photo app that comes with iOS, iPhones, or Android, is exposure and brightness. They are a little bit different, and I'm not going to get too deep into what the differences are, but Brightness and exposure are two things that I would probably, for most of you, in most of your photos that I've seen, I would recommend turning up just a tad. It just makes your photos a little bit brighter. And you know, on Instagram, we really want to catch people's eyes. We want to have that bright, vibrant image most of the time. So increasing brightness and or exposure can help just make your photos a little bit brighter. But let's not overdo it because we don't want to overexpose our photos. We don't want the whites of our teeth glowing like we just got brand new porcelain venlays. Shout out to Dr. Muslin. My third tip for editing your posts for Instagram is to be aware of sharpness, basically like how high definition the photo looks. Sharpness will do its best job to digitally make the edges of, you know, your face or the edges of whatever the image may be of, whatever the object may be, just makes it look a little bit sharper. It doesn't actually make your photo more high definition, but I like to turn up my sharpness just a tiny little bit because that just makes it look a little bit better resolution on Instagram. You know, Instagram is it's a small image. It's not like they're seeing it on a billboard. So it's nice to just make it a little bit sharper, a little bit more HD. But again, we don't want to overdo the sharpness so that suddenly we're sharp as a knife and the edge of our face looks like it's got a black cartoon line around it. My fourth tip in editing is to pay attention to saturation or vibrance. Some of these things, they relate to color and how strong the colors are. Maybe on your Instagram, you want to present kind of like a soft tones, colors that are a little bit more muted. In that case, maybe you'd want to turn down the saturation or the vibrance, turn down the intensity of some of these colors. But for most of us, what I usually do is turn up my saturation a little bit makes my skin look a little bit warmer. It looks, whatever clothes I'm wearing, it makes them look a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more colorful. And what I've found is that those images that have a little bit stronger colors, they just do a little bit better on Instagram. 
My fifth and final tip for editing your posts is to be aware of the warmth of your image. You know how some of the lights in like a classroom are super bright white, but then maybe in your home you have like kind of softer yellow lights? That is having to do with the warmth or coolness of the lighting. If you have a ring light, that's probably a very cool light. It's like a bright white glow. Then if you turn on the overhead light, you know, in your bedroom, it might be like an orange glow. That's exactly how it is in my room. So pay attention and be aware of what warmth or coolness your photo is at. Most photos on my Instagram are pretty cool images. Not to say cool like I'm wearing sunglasses, but cool as in they have softer white blue tones. The coolness is what I have increased. I've decreased the warmth and turned up the coolness. It makes my photos a little bit more blue and it turns any white images, any white parts of my image, it turns them from kind of like a soft yellow to more of a true white. The opposite is true if you turn up the warmth or if you turn down the coolness. That will make your photos a little bit warmer, a little bit more yellow, possibly a little bit more inviting, a little bit more soft where it's like, hey, I'm going to give you a nice big warm hug with this yellowy, orange, bright, vibrant, colorful photo. So, you know, if I'm taking a picture of a snowy peak, I'm probably going to make it real cool. I want the blues and the whites to be what shine through. If I'm taking a picture of the beach, I probably want it to be a little bit warmer so that the yellows of the sand and the vibrant sky and the orangey sunset. So that really reflects the warmth of that environment. Just be aware of warmth and coolness and what you are generally presenting on your Instagram. Be aware of those editing things after you take your Instagram photos. Overall, on Instagram, our goal is to stop the scroll. At the end of the day, it's a visual platform. So while you don't have to be a supermodel and you don't have to be a pro at Photoshop, it is very helpful to know how to take better photos and how to edit them to your liking. Hopefully now, because you've listened to this episode, you understand some of the different aspects of photography that you should be aware of, some of the rules to keep in mind and editing techniques to be aware of. So now I can give you this one final note. I know this may seem overwhelming. I know you did learn a lot today. Just go out and start experimenting. Start using these different apps. Start playing around with the editing. Start changing up the poses that you're doing, how you're framing your shots, where you're taking your pictures, and just playing around with it. Because at the end of the day, the only way to get better as a photographer is to practice and to take 50,000 poor images to get the one that you love. So I encourage you to keep sharing on Instagram, keep practicing, and as always, happy networking. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz, but you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. 
You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear and I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are gonna come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's gonna be so obvious to you and it's gonna give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. 